Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always... Gator. And we are going to be smoking another cigar from the January My Monthly Cigars box today. MyMonthlyCigars.com We're down to two cigars, so it became a question of what we're going to do, and we decided that we would go ahead and smoke the... Alec Bradley Tempest Nicaragua today. I'm looking forward to it. I like Alec Bradley cigars. I do too. Yep. I've, I've had a few. Um, I have actually in my travel humidor here. Hang on a second. Let me just check and confirm the name of it. It's one that Rob over at Cigar Talk turned me on to. It's a, it's a box press. So it's the only way to go. It was a stretch for me to purchase this thing, but it is the Alec Bradley Fine and Rare. Ooh. So... Um, I did pick that up. I might have to sneak that out of that box while you're not looking. I'm looking looking forward to giving that a try. I plan to swipe one of Nicholas's cigars. You son of a bitch. Anyway. Wouldn't be the first time. True. (laughs) It really wouldn't. So, Anyway, the Alec Bradley Tempest Nicaragua is a five and a half by 55 quadrum. Quadrum. Yeah, that's what they call it. It's it's a Robusto. Ah, okay. So, um, with a Nicaraguan wrapper, binder, and filler. So, it is a Nicaraguan Puro. There you go. Indeed. Let me get mine out of the cellophane. It did receive multiple 90 ratings from Cigar Aficionado. Well, there you go. Hold on. Are, are you finished? Not yet. It's still in there. Look. It's really not. You're just dicking with it there slowly it goes. just okay. for the fun of it here. So. Anyway, according to the notes on the little card that My Monthly Cigars includes in the box... It is a medium to full-bodied cigar. I look forward. So, I guess it is now that time. Pretty early, but you know, whatever. We're, Big we're news ready. coming up for the cut. Big it, news. It's coming. It's coming. Stay with us, folks. But it is now time to cut the cigar. It's so fancy how you do that. Hey, you know, you got to have a little showmanship. Prestidigitation. Is that how you pronounce that? Where's the ashtray? Oh, there we go. There you go. Thank you. I didn't want to be a savage and just drop the cap on the floor. No, like, we, we want to be invited back here. We're in the mobile studio today. Naming rights uh, are available. Oh, wherever we're at can be bought for yes. naming rights. So um, the naming rights follow us. So Ooh, nice cut. Okay. Feel free to uh, purchase that. So, But yeah, we are at uh, Studio B, as we'll call it today. Coldrust tight. Yeah. Anything? Like hay. Yeah. Like a straw. Have you tried it? Try it. Okay, hang on. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's almost like, I don't know, like a cut grass or something, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Jeff's getting very, very fanciful with his flavor notes You're already. a farm boy. So, okay. I'm lighting my cigar. I'll tell you what, folks. Uh, I know I've brought it up before, but... Nick Perdomo put out a video on the Perdomo Cigars uh, YouTube channel as to how to properly light a cigar, and I'll tell you what. That's a thing of beauty. It's a good burn. It is. Like, I I felt as if I was doing everything wrong in my life until I learned how to do that. You were today years old when you found out you were doing it wrong. And it's just been, like, the best way to light a cigar I've ever encountered. Meanwhile, I'm watching Jeff just... Make his look like it's a space pod attempting re-entry into Earth's orbit. <laughs> I hope the heat shield holds the, out. It's just like plummeting to the planet with the fire Like something trails. out of Apollo 13. So, 
Uh, Thank God we got the, those guys home. You're just roasting that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Oh, that's going now. That's cooking. It's something. <laughs> Whoa, that lighter's hot. Oh, my yeah, it's God. Like what happens when you take a butane lighter and <laughs> hold it out and for spot that weld long? with it? Yeah, I was going to say, do some spot welding with it. So, anyway, so right off the bat, what are your thoughts? Hmm. No, thoughts on the cigar? Um, I'm getting coffee. You're getting coffee? I'm getting coffee. Getting like a coffee flavor. I'm getting a hint of some kind of fruit. Like fruity, like dried fruit. You would get fruit. I'm getting fruit. (laughs) I admit it freely. (laughs) No, I'm getting like a coffee flavor. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like dried apricots or something. I'm getting some kind of. Yeah. Whatever flavors are there, they're very subtle. Fair enough. So, well, anyway, so yeah, this is the Alec Bradley Tempest Nicaragua. Tempest, Nicaragua. So, dude, I got us in a little bit of a, uh, little bit of a Super Bowl bet. I saw that. So, for those of you who don't know, Bryant, the co-host over at Cigar Talk, is a big 49ers fan, and I reached out through. That's a, all well and good, except they're going to lose. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I reached out to Bryant through a video that I threw up on my Instagram, where I basically told him that, you know, I'd like to go ahead and challenge him to a bet with this year's uh, big game and that uh, when the Chiefs defeat the 49ers, then he can go ahead and light himself up a uh, a backwoods. Okay. And he... And nothing wrong. I, I've smoked backwoods. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I mean, it's not an Alec Bradley, but it's, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, he responded and he... Uh, Threw down the gauntlet, did he? Accepted the bet. And he drug you into it. Now, I did not draw, drag Rob into it. You're writing checks that my ass has to cash. I did not drag Rob into it because, you know, I mean, it'd be pretty funny. Now, I'd, I'd say this. If I was going to drag Rob into it, I'd be making the bet on a fat bottom Betty because I know that, you know. Oh, yeah. That would be if the Cowboys had made it to the Super Bowl. But let's be real. That's not happening. No. no. But anyway. Well, if so, they buy a ticket. There you go. <laughs> uh-huh. So anyway, so... If if the same way with the uh, Patriots, if the 49ers, oh, I love it. If the 49ers happen to get lucky that day and defeat the Chiefs, you and I are now committed to one of us has to smoke a um, Swisher and the other has to smoke a black and mild, which I hate to say this. So I guess we can flip a coin as to see. It's not really a bad bet for me because I smoke those anyway. I was going to say you smoke both those anyway. So I have no problem smoking a Swisher. I'll admit it all day. Let's be real. You know, I mean. It's one cigar. I can get through it. It'll be different for you. Oh, I bet it will. Yeah. Because <laughs> I started smoking. Now, the Black and Milds are the ones with the little uh, plastic tips, right? Yeah. Do the Swishers have those? Um, Some do. Some have their wood tips. There's Perfectos. There's there's a whole whole range. It's not like what we're smoking now where you'd like just, it's just part of the cigar. They all have, like, these weird little tips on them. Well, no. I mean, you can cut the tip off of a Swisher. Okay. But it's, the, the problem is basically that it's short filler, so it's going to start coming out in your mouth if you ah. if you mess with the way that it's put together. Now, one of the ones that I've smoked before, and I don't know if it's the little blunt that they have or what it is, but it's actually got, like, just a little, like, almost like a pinhole, like the size of a, the head of a pencil. Okay. And the, the problem I run into that when I smoke a Swisher like that is that it seems to really collect that tar, Yeah, the you know, smaller, like that liquidy well, yeah, stuff. The, the smaller yeah. the area 
for the the smoke and whatnot to come out as you draw on it the more you're going to have that tar build up that's why yeah. like with a punch versus like a straight cut or something you know you get more of a tar build up or like my friend bill huffine that listens to the show just bit a third of a cigar off. <laughs> yeah, I saw it was the, very savage. I saw the it was, picture. It was of that, very savage. That was um, that was a caveman cut right there. <laughs> that was that was sad. Actually, yeah. I felt for that cigar. I said here because I forgot my cutter, and I said here just bite the tip off. And the next thing I know, he chomps down about a third of the way up the cigar, just rips it in two. I don't know what hookers he's hanging out with, but not ones I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, direct your correspondence to Nick at CigarPulpit.com. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, Bryant, hope you're uh, picking out whatever flavor backwoods you want there, buddy. Have you ever had a backwoods smoke? I have not. Hey, I would almost say whoever loses, we should probably, and we know it's going to be them because the Chiefs are going to win. Oh, yes, they but are. we should probably smoke along with them just, you know, because. We should get a backwoods <laughs> that week and just, you know. That's funny, buddy. Console the losers. Hey, you know what? How about you? You can do that. I'm not proud. I'll smoke a back. I've smoked a backwoods. You I'm, you that. know. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to. Hey, if you like to, Toscano's, you can, you'll be just fine. I like Toscano's. Mm-hmm. Are you comparing a Toscano to a backwoods? In some ways, yes. Okay. Yeah. Except they normally don't flavor the Toscano's with peach. <laughs> but regardless. I was happy you added each. <laughs> First split second, I was going to say with P, and I was going to be like, "That's a horrible flavored cigar. <laughs> Why would anyone do that?" I'm tasting urine, <laughs> it's and like it's so acidic. <laughs> I'm getting hints of urine and yeast infection. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Well, oh my. Anyway, well, Bryant, um, don't pick up the pea flavored one. Um, find yourself a better one. It's out and, there. Uh, you just got to search for them. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> um, I've tickled myself now. <laughs> I'm glad you tickled yourself because <laughs> nobody else wants to. Uh, oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, I got us in on that. But There you go. I think we're safe. Good deal. Yeah. Now I'm locking up. Still thinking about the yeast infection, are you? Yeah, that's it's hitting the... <laughs> Hitting the brain pan pretty hard there. So what are you getting on your cigar? Still getting those kind of hints of uh, coffee there, buddy. Um, And some pepper. A little bit of pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, fruity. I can see the the coffee. I'm not getting pepper. Really? Yeah. Eh, At least not yet. We keep disagreeing on pepper. We do. I don't know if that's just, you know. Our palates are dead. It's like we're smoking two different cigars. Not quite, but, you know. So... So, we got a special delivery package in the mail. We did. We did. From and our friends at MyMonthlyCigars.com. And uh, we are uh, we're going to unbox that. Yes. We're going to do a little video. So, you'll have to look to our uh, YouTube channel for that. Yep. And um, we're going to unbox that actually uh, during the segment with uh, Curious Jen. Through the magic of the uh, oh. recording process here... Um, you're going to probably hear this like two days after the video is up and live. Actually. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, kind of just the way this works. But anyway, so, yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll uh, shift on over to our uh, regular Friday whiskey segment with Curious Jen. Time to get our drink on. While Jeff and I uh, 
see what's in the box. What's in the box? What's in the box part, dude? <laughs> <laughs> time for Friday. We'll Hang see. with us. We'll let you know what's in the box right after Jen. Well, it's time again for another one of our regular Friday Whiskey segments with Curious Jen. How are you, Jen? Good. How are you, Nick? Doing all right. Doing all right. It's a little early in the day for me, but, uh, yeah. you know, we're recording this a little earlier than normal. So Yes, it's the wee hours of the morning, so... Schedules are what schedules are, so we have to That's right. fit this in when we can. So, unfortunately, folks, that means that we won't be drinking today because, you know, you got to have, I mean, day drinking is one thing, but, you know, drinking at like, you know, 8.30 in the morning, that, that's, a, that's a whole different situation. Yeah, that's a little rough. But I did add some eggnog, uh, some boozy eggnog to my coffee. So. Well, there you go. So you got a, you got a little something going on there. So, just a little something. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Can't find eggnog around here after Christmas time, so I don't have any. Oh, this is still my bottle that I, I actually got it as a gift from a friend of mine uh, last year after Christmas, and so I just saved it. It's still good? Until this. It's just in a bottle, yeah. Oh. It's Evan Williams eggnog. Is it not actual egg? Like, because in the States here. I don't here, fucking know. Because in the states here, you know, it's like it's in the it's in the milk section and it's pasteurized. Oh no, and no, everything. this is from the liquor store. Okay, this is something different. Okay. So Evan Williams is a bourbon. Okay, gotcha. So it's been actually in my whiskey cabinet until oh, this okay. Christmas, and then I opened it up, so now it's out of the whiskey cabinet and in the fridge. So gotcha. It's okay, but I'm kind of over the eggnog, so. So you're just trying to chug it down to get rid of it? Yeah, so it's going in my coffee in the morning. Well, it's not bad. That instead of, like, what, cream? I usually use milk. Oh, I thought you didn't like milk. I don't like milk, but I I like it in the coffee. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's not drinking it straight. Uh, You impressed I knew that? I knew you didn't like milk there? I paid attention. I think most people who follow me on Instagram can't stand milk. <laughs> uh, oh so anyway, my goodness. So what's uh so, what's the topic today? Well I wanted to tell you that uh you know our conversation last week about um block heaters and uh building requirements. Yeah. Uh quite a few people did answer that. Good. And they said yeah, that um people in northern states can get cars with block heaters. Okay. But it's just not as common as Canada. Gotcha. Well, and with me living in southern Illinois, I mean, it's probably nowhere near a concern here. So it's probably not even an op. Well, it might be an option, but it's not one that is even really offered to me all that much. No, you probably wouldn't even need that. No, not really. So it seems like it is in the United States. However, it's very uh, uncommon. Okay. And then as for the building grades... I was told by a few people that contractors in the U.S. have a standards guide. So they base their standards on geography. So where you live is going to depend on what they use. Okay, so in your, in so it, okay, so it is different. So that means that builders grade pipes in southern Illinois are going to maybe not be quite to the same level or 
or I don't want to say quality, but for lack of a better term, quality, maybe is mm-hmm. pipes in, you know, North Dakota along the the border or um, Maine or somewhere somewhere up north that maybe gets a little colder. And, and then taking that one step further, perhaps builder's grade pipes in southern Illinois really are not the same quality as what you have up in Alberta. Right. Okay. Well, then that makes sense as to why we are always constantly warned to turn our faucets on when it's going to get super cold and you guys don't. That's right. I, I can't even imagine doing that. What a waste of water. It is a waste of water, but it's better than having your pipe burst. That's true. So. That is true. Anyway. And somebody wanted to know what was the deal with Naked Barbecue Guy. <laughs> Well, if that person is interested, they can go back to the episode that you uh, first uh, came on and talked with Jeff and I, if, if they want. I mean, and or talked if you explicitly talked about explicitly it. about <laughs> Naked Barbecue Guy. So that story, yeah. I believe it was uh, talking whiskey with Curious Jen and a CAO session. I think that was the episode. It was a while ago. So, but your name was in the title of that episode. Right. So yeah, so if they're interested, they can go back and listen to that episode and it was a good episode. It was a it was a fine conversation. Yes. Yes, and, and you can hear all about Naked Barbecue oh, Guy. Oh, you hear a lot about Naked Barbecue Guy. <laughs> so. Oh my goodness. Um anyway. okay, so today we're going to talk about Robbie Burns Day. Okay. We talked a little Which... bit about Robbie Burns before. Mhm. Okay. So that is actually January 25th. Okay. So Saturday. That's right. Yeah. And I'll tell you, it happens to also be the birthday of a very, well, in her own mind, famous whiskey dog. Oh, is it Maggie's birthday? (laughs) It is Maggie's birthday. Her whole (laughs) litter is named after Robert Burns. In her own mind. Yes. Uh. Yeah, she's going to be turning six. Oh, wow. Yeah, old and still acting like a ridiculous puppy. Ah, six isn't that old for a dog. No? I don't think so. Uh, well, well, life, expect- life expectancy for dogs, it, it, it all depends upon their size. Bigger dogs have a shorter life expectancy than smaller dogs. So Maggie being a little beagle like that, I mean, I don't know what the life expectancy for a beagle is, but she might only be middle-aged at this point. She kind of seems like a middle-aged woman. Yeah. I mean, my dog, he he recently, you know left us but he was uh oh god how old was he he was 14 and he was a big dog you know he was like a 90 pound chow mix so you got you got plenty of years left with maggie excellent yes because uh she still does act like a puppy well good so anyways i wanted to talk to you about robbie burns and if you don't know about him he's uh, a famous poet Okay. Do you know what that famous poem is? That's his most famous poem? No. I do not remember it either. <laughs> this is the crack and research gonna, that we... Yeah, I'm going to look because I know he has quite a few, and I do really like poetry. Oh, I don't even know how to say it, though. Oh. Uh, maybe. No, I'm not even going to try to freaking butcher that. Um, yeah. I can't tell you because I, I can't even pronounce it. I don't even want to try. Okay. All right. <laughs> but anyways, he does have a lot of famous poems. And um, 
But the reason why he's important to whiskey is because he was actually one of the most famous excise men in history. Okay. Now, we briefly touched on this before, and, and but, but for those people who missed it, and to catch me back up, an excise man is uh, like a tax a, man? Yeah, it was a tax collector. So basically, okay. um, in the 1700s, there used to be uh, a lot of taxes. That's when they first uh, introduced taxes for whiskey. Okay. And the taxes became just crazy, so they... Distillers were just kind of doing things in secret, like making batches in secret, so they wouldn't, so they could yeah. sell them and they, not necessarily pay taxes on them. That kind of thing. Yeah, or the like, excise okay, men okay. were considered to be like scoundrels, and they were often taking more taxes than what was required by law. Uh, okay. So they were really, you know, not good guys, really. Okay. So Robbie Burns was considered to be very fair, only taking what he was supposed to be taking. Okay. And so that's why he was a very popular exciseman with the distillers. Well, that's good. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So in 1823, the Excise Act was enacted, allowing the distilling of whiskey in return for a license fee. So there was a certain license fee, and that's how it came out. So then at that point, the exciseman... Didn't. Well, they still collected it, but they were, I don't know, they were, It's. I think it stopped the smuggling of whiskey and stuff. I see. Okay. Yeah. Standardized so it a little bit better. Yeah. They were also known as gougers. <laughs> well, yeah, if they're coming in and taking more than they're supposed to and everything else, then I can, I can see that. Yeah. So, so that's why um, maybe in your city there's, if you look at whiskey events, there's probably Robbie Burns whiskey events happening. So this isn't just a Canada thing. This is a... Oh, no. Okay. It is definitely not. Okay. So was he, where was he, was he based in Canada or was he... No, he is, I, he's Scottish. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, he was born in the UK. Okay. January 25th, 1759. And then he passed away. Holy cow, he passed away at 37 years old. I mean, I know people back then didn't live that long, but that does seem awfully awfully young. Yeah, wow. I mean, I'm older than Robbie Burns at this point, so. That's, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I thought maybe he'd make it to at least 40, but I guess not. So anyways, it's definitely not a Canadian thing. Okay. It's, uh, but I th- his poems are really popular in the States, too. I'm sure people know that. I mean, I'm not going to try to butcher the. No, that's fine. The name of the, <laughs> the name <laughs> of the poem, I'm really not going to go there because I honestly have no idea. <laughs> Actually, it's really popular to eat haggis Ugh. on Robbie Burns Day. I know. I'm actually going uh, to... Are you looking it up to see I'm, how I'm looking up it? the poem to see I know, which I was one you're talking you about. Would, and that you could butcher it. Ten most famous Robert Burns poems. Auld Lang Syne? Yes! Oh, Auld Lang Syne. That's the song you sing at um, New Year's. Okay, I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. We see In the States on New Year's, we sing Auld Lang Syne. See, it's probably, this is probably more... Uh, prevalent in the states than it is in Canada. Yeah, no, it's it's the song. That I don't we... even know how to say that. Odd Lang, what? Odd Lang sign. Sign. Odd yeah. Lang sign. That's the one I was thinking of. And, like I don't even know how to say that. 
Could you sing me a little part of it? Brought to mind. Um, 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 I, I don't sing well at all. <laughs> I know, just so um, I can get a refresher. For old lang syne, my dear, for old lang syne. I suck and sing. We'll oh, take I feel like a I need cup a of now. kindness yet for <laughs> old lang syne. Yeah. There you go. No, that's, that's the song we sing at New Year's. Okay. So that is right Translated in English to long, long ago, days gone by, or times long past. Sung to bid farewell to the old year at the stroke of midnight, especially in the English-speaking world. Apart from New Year, it's also sung at funerals, graduations, and as a farewell or ending to other occasions. So there you, there you go. go. All mm-hmm. right. Well, now so I know. So actually, tonight I'm going to a Robbie Burns event. Yeah. Hoping there's no haggis, but there actually might be. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not doing that. Not a not not that brave. No. Do you know what haggis is? No. You just don't like the sang of it? That's Sound well it? wait a minute. That's the, the all the organ meat in the sheep stomach or whatever, right? It says haggis, the national dish of Scotland, a type of pudding, ew, composed of liver, heart, and lungs of a sheep, minced and mixed with beef or mutton suet and oatmeal. Oh, and seasoned with onion, cayenne, pepper, and other spices. The mixture is packed into a sheep's stomach and boiled. That's uh, that's too much. So, so as we are recording, I just got a message through Instagram, and I'd like to bring this up real quick so that I can read this. Okay. This is from one of our listeners, My Sticks, thirty-five millimeter, mm-hmm. and uh, he writes that I owe the United States a big apology. He says that he's in Canada, and yes, it's cold as shit. Uh, He talks about how we had a good conversation about the cold and how the United States doesn't need block heaters and appropriate piping. And he says, repeat after me, I'm sorry, Alaska. So, you know what? He makes a very valid point. I did forget about our 50th state to the north, our friends in Alaska. And so, yes, I suppose that the folks in Alaska would need appropriate piping and block heaters. I'm speaking from a privileged Southern Illinoisan, not somebody having to live up in the Arctic chill of Alaska. So, <laughs> so you were saying that's my sticks 35 mm. Yes. Always oh, got a French name. I'm wondering where. I'm just looking to see where you're from, there, Mister My Sticks. <laughs> Actually, I can. I have a feeling he's not in uh, Alaska. Because he's Canadian, you said, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ontario. Always from Ontario. And I only know that because he requested a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Because your stickers are amazing. Indeed. I have, I think, four or five people that I need to send them still to. But I got caught up on a bunch. So I saw a post with your um, sticker and note. And your penmanship is pretty darn nice, Nick. Well, I appreciate that. I took an architectural drawing class in high school, and for the first half of the semester, they just drill into you how to write properly. So my cursive is well, abysmal, but my printing, I can, I can get through that. I was kind of wondering, did you use a ruler to make the line straight? No. No. Wow, that's no, pretty good. Just, you know. It's pretty good. Just wrote. If you want to see Nick's penmanship, just uh, send him a DM and get a sticker. Request a sticker. You got a (laughs) sticker and a note. I did. Yes. 
<laughs> I did. I don't feel I put it on my Instagram, but I don't feel your penmanship was as good as I've seen in other people's. Wow. Mm-hmm. And eh, maybe mm-hmm. I was just writing out a whole bunch of them and got lazy. You were just like, it's Jen. Whatever. <laughs> oh no, I'm looking. It is actually nice. I, I was going to say, back. I'm like, I would think it would be, but you know. Yeah, it is actually nice. Okay. It is. I approve. I take that back. Haha. Your penmanship is spot on. All right then. So yeah, so my sticks, uh, 35 mm or millimeter. We uh, we do uh, apologize to the folks in Alaska who obviously do need thicker pipes and block heaters. And by we, Nick means... I mean me. Like himself. Yeah, me. Me. <laughs> so. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. So. Well, fun. Well, I hope you don't have to eat any haggis tonight. I won't be, because okay. I would just die. Not not interested in that, so. No. no. Okay. I can barely eat meat, you know, sometimes if I'm thinking about it. Never mind something stuffed into a stomach. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> I mean, you know. No, thank you. They had to do what they had to do, I suppose, but it's enough to drive me to vegetarianism. So Yes, I'd be curious to know, um, you know, if people want to let me know if they've had haggis. I do like, what is it, bangers and mash? Isn't that just sausage and mashed potatoes? I don't know. I've had that before. I don't know. I've had that before. A little bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. Hey, I have no. I don't even know what that is. I'm pretty sure it's just sausage and mashed potatoes. That doesn't sound very adventurous. I'm not a very adventurous eater. <laughs> <laughs> I I like what I like and I stick to what I like. So I can be adventurous, but not. I don't want to try like weird meats. I don't know. Meat kind of grosses me out. I, I I'm I not a vegetarian. It. I do eat meat. Yes. Um, but. You know, I stick to the regular meat offerings, I guess. I get it. I don't like fat in my meat. Ugh. I hate fat in my meat. So do I. Yeah. Yeah, and we already talked about last week, we talked about steak. Yeah, yeah. So I know how you like your steak. God, we know yeah. so much about each other. I know, meat. right? <laughs> yeah. Weekly conversations <laughs> will do that. So. Yeah, that's right. Actually, what the folks don't know is the conversations tend to go on for at least another hour plus after we get off the recording. So... Where can everyone find you on the socials? They can find me at Curious Jen, C-U-R-I-0-U-S-J-E-N-N, or on my favorite project, Jen Karen, J-E-N-N-C-A-I-R-N. All right. Well, Jen, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Eating the gummy bears there, so. <laughs> I am. Well, cheers. Right. Cheers. <laughs> Well, as always, interesting with you and Jen. Indeed. And uh, through the magic of podcasting. The magic. The magic. Jeff and I unboxed our mail from My Monthly Cigars. We did. And we made a video of it. We did. I'm not going to lie. I think it's some of my best work. Um, You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's something. It's some work. It's some work. Um, but I'm super excited. We're jazzed. Because... They sent us two, two Nova Champion football cigars. These things are the coolest, guys. They I mean, are, seriously. It is a 5x70 Perfecto, shaped like a football, 
and the coolest part is that the um, the wrapper there's there's two different you know kind of colors of the wrapper so it has the stitches and whatnot for the football it's, so it looks I like mean, a football it's super cool but it's wrapped in an oily habano 2000 wrapper leaf it has a dominican binder and filler that according to my monthly cigars will be sure to score a touchdown with your palate oh i know right that's cute but anyway so that is available on mymonthlycigars.com uh, looks like it's twenty four fifty four for per cigar, so it's a twenty five dollar stick. Wow! But if you use offer code pulpit yes. U L P I T, you get twenty percent off at checkout. So as as we might as well go ahead and finish that up. But as with the other boxes or any of the stuff they have, precisely. So yeah, well, this is a good time to go ahead and get into the information about my monthly. It is a premium cigar subscription service. You can get a box shipped to you at your house and every month and. We recommend the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. That's the box that we receive. And in that box, you get the four cigars. It's the same four cigars that we get. The Nick and, and Gator Care Package. We smoke them over the course of four episodes throughout the corresponding month. And again, just like with the Nova cigars, if you use offer called Pulpit, P-U-L-P-I-T, you get either 20% off any of the items in the store, or you get free shipping on your first subscription box. And then additionally... And, you know, you you hear me... Well, they have the MSRP guarantee. They do have the MSRP guarantee. But you hear me also always talk about the brick-and-mortar stores. I haven't seen a brick-and-mortar with this cigar. So this is going to be one of those rare occasions. Guys, go out and order this cigar. You fire that thing up at your Super Bowl party or at your uh, lounge that you go to. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to get some attention. You're going to be the hit. Day. You really are. So, but... uh but, yeah, so circling back on that MSRP guarantee, just to explain what that is, basically. You're going to go into that more in depth, are you? Yeah, just, just to clarify, that means that basically the, the MSRP of the four cigars in the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. So, so if the cost of the box is, say, $30, $30, it's going to at least be $30, if not more. Yes, Jeff. Okay. So, like, for example. I just wanted to crystallize your thoughts eloquently there. The January box is, I think, like a $38 or $36 value. Yeah, December was like $44, $45. December was a good box. So, um, not that January hasn't been. I will say, I've enjoyed the January cigars. So far, we're into the third one. And I've liked all of these sticks. Yeah. The the, the cigars have been really good. Yeah, this Alec Bradley is a good cigar. It's the Alec Bradley Tempest Nicaragua. That's what we're smoking now. Lots and of, uh, like I said, I'm getting dried fruits and coffee. It's, yeah. I'm getting coffee, little bit of pepper, not a lot. The pepper's starting to come in. Yeah. I'm in the back half now. So. Um, what is, if you don't mind, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. What is the cigar for next Friday? The one that's left in the January My Monthly Cigars box. I know it's an, oil, it's an oily wrapper. I'm just, I'm wanting to see if you can remember. So the final cigar in the box is the Pioneer Valley Maduro. Yes. Is it an oily wrapper? Maybe I'm wrong. The description says it has a slick, dark, dark and oily broadleaf Maduro wrapper. Look at that. Look at you, you son of a bitch. Look at who read ahead. Anyway. So, so far, we're three for three. This box has been good. This box has been good. I've been enjoying this box. And again, and, it's uh, a great way to find out. Go outside of your comfort zone. Find some sticks that you may not normally smoke. And it's going to be something that you may want to go pick up at your brick and mortar store locally. So it's a good way to sample these cigars. Indeed. And, you know, we've learned a lot um, lately from talking with Dan over at Riverman about what he's a great guy. He is. And and he taught us a lot about um, what all goes into 
a retailer picking up a new line of cigars. Yeah. Um, like it's for example, amazing. Like, for example, if your cigar retailer doesn't carry uh, Oliva, for example, yeah. then he taught us kind of like what all goes into the process of them carrying Oliva. And it's it's fairly intricate and not just oliva but mainly you know, any brand yeah, not just yeah. them it's, it's pretty much any brand but you know it's it's one of those things that it's intricate and and it can be kind of costly for that retailer but you know so it may be one of those things where maybe some of these cigars out of the box are maybe a little bit more um limited yeah you know, and maybe a little bit more difficult for your retailer to get, but it never hurts to let your retailer know that you enjoyed it. And maybe they can check it out when they're at either the TPE or the PCA trade shows and kind of, kind of strike up a relationship with that company. And maybe that might be the thing to, you know, throw them over into, yeah, I'll go check out that vendor and well, see and what's what. The thing that I really liked about getting to meet Dan is, um, I feel like he's kind of taken me under his wing now and he's kind of being a mentor. He's, he's helping me what? figure out life. What? Actually, we just talked about cigars. I was going to say, I'm like, what are you? Like, <laughs> but he was. Evidently, there was a conversation I missed. But he, you know. I'll tell you what, this guy knows his stuff. And it's amazing to sit and talk to him. And just the amount of cigar knowledge that he has that he can impart to his customers is just amazing. Well, no, he does. And, and the man loves sitting and talking about um, the cigar industry. So, Oh, yeah. He is all uh, in. And if, you, if you're in St. Louis and you get a chance... Please look up Riverman because these guys, you know, they're out there fighting. They're struggling to stay in business. I mean, these lounges, the government's not making it easy for them. And we need to do everything we can to support them. Any more thoughts on the cigar there, buddy? It's just a good stick. I mean, it's hard to go wrong with an Alec Bradley. I mean, let's be honest. This is just a good cigar. I agree. I haven't really had an Alec Bradley yet that that I have disliked. I was going to say, I've so. seen, I thought you were going to say you haven't had one yet, and I'm like, well, you've got one. No, I've You're had smoking the, right the now. Magic Toast and uh, the, oh, Black that's a good mar- stick. the Black Market. I've had the Black Market, yeah. You know, there's some, they make some good cigars. They really so do. No, so I'm, I'm all in on Alec Bradley's, so. Anyway, so we do have a couple other housekeeping notes. Uh, we Are we going to do the Ask the Boys? Oh, wait, that's Tuesday. That's Tuesday. Yeah, no, we're jumping ahead. We had some good questions in the last podcast. We did. Though. If you haven't listened to it, circle back to the last podcast. I just learn, I just want to do it every week. Learn how to... We do it every week. We I do mean, it every, every episode. I just I just want to I just well, want to get more, questions. We need constantly. more questions from people. To so do give that. us your questions, guys. Yeah. You can you can ask us about anything. Yeah, I mean, somebody asked how to hide a body that we covered last episode. I think I covered that a little too well. You covered it very well. Yeah, I've gotten a few phone calls from law enforcement. I was say, after that. law enforcement is now watching us. So <laughs> I'm on a list. Anyway, um, no, you did jump ahead in my show notes with the my monthly plug there. So. Um, well, I'm, gonna, I'm known to do that. I'm circling back, you know, trying to get back on the track here. Oh, so, okay. Um, but, I should uh, stay out of your way for a few minutes. Well, I'm just saying we have kind of let you. I do just want to thing. remind everybody that we are going to start doing weekly giveaways in February. That's kind of so, exciting. So um, make sure that you sign up. Get on the list. You got to go over to cigarpulpit.com and you got to sign up for our free newsletter. When you sign up for the free newsletter, not only do you get the free newsletter, but you will also be entered to win in our weekly giveaways. And all you got to do to be entered to win is just make sure I have your name and email address and stay on the list. If you're on the list, you're, you're you know, set and ready for the weekly giveaways. And I have something that I want to mention before we wrap up here. Um, yesterday, I was honored to go down with my newspaper and cover 
the Illinois National Guard ceremony at uh, SIU Carbondale. We have 400, 400 uh, local troops from throughout southern Illinois and surrounding states that are going to be deploying. Um, they're headed to Fort Bliss. And then, you know, orders from there are, you know, obviously secretive. We don't talk about troop movements. But these guys are going to be going into harm's way, folks. So remember them. And I bring that up to remind you, don't forget about Cigars for Warriors. Yes. We've got 400 young men and women from southern Illinois that are going to be deploying. They're from, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Effingham, uh, Mount Vernon, West Frankfurt, and the Marion uh, National Guard you know, units are going to be going. So those people are scattered all over the Metro East, over into Missouri, you know, all over the place in Southern Illinois. And remember Cigars for Warriors, because those guys are doing yeoman's work to help get a little bit of home brought to our troops when they're overseas. Yes. Yep. And um, the Blackhawks, always ready. I would actually uh, add to that. That if you want to make a donation for Cigars for Warriors, and I'm this is a completely unpaid endorsement. No, no, they've not talked to me about this in any way, shape, or form. But going back to one of our previous shows, I would recommend that maybe you consider donating some of the 300 hands cigars. Oh yeah, um, since a portion of the the proceeds for every sale of those cigars goes towards helping the folks in Nicaragua. Donating that cigar, you're giving back doubly. Exactly. It's a win-win for everybody. Mm-hmm. So um, consider picking up some 300 hands, donating that to Cigars for Warriors. Everybody wins. Yep. So, And, you know, I just want to remind everybody, you know, not just with the unit from Southern Illinois that's leaving, but we have men and women in harm's way around the globe. And, you know, just, guys, keep them in your thoughts and prayers. Please, please, please don't forget about them. And do everything you can as a cigar community to help, you know, the Cigars for Warriors cause because it, you wouldn't believe how much getting some sticks like that is going to mean to some of these guys out in the field. Exactly. And speaking of traveling, not, oh, to, a, not to a dangerous place. Well, I mean, it's I mean, I guess there's probably parts of Indianapolis that are dangerous, just like any other city, but... I'm not wearing my Kevlar there, though. Gator and I will be taking off uh, on the first excursion of the 2020 Nick and Gator uh, Traveling Freak Show and Cigar Evangelical Revival, <laughs> where we will be visiting Indianapolis, Indiana. This is just the stupidest name ever. We will be visiting Indianapolis, Indiana. On We'll be rolling into town on Wednesday, February the 5th. You know what we should do? We should do like the Big and Rich video and get some horses and a band. We're coming to your city. Now yeah. we got something. I mean... It'll I, be higher than a jet airliner. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we'll be rolling in on Wednesday. <laughs> you have no idea what song I'm talking I, about. I, I, kn- I know. <laughs> on Wednesday, February 5th. And uh, so that night, we'll probably find a lounge somewhere to go and hang out at. And we'll, we'll announce uh, maybe a little closer to that date what where we'll be so that folks can find us. And then all day on Thursday the 6th, we plan on hitting up some... Uh, some places in Indy. I know that we've been told that we need to hit up Sticks, which is a uh, cigar lounge and Asian restaurant, and Jeff's all in on I that. I am all in. I mean, that's like pretty much like your perfect world right there. If I had chips, I'd shove them in the middle of the table right now because I'm all in. And uh, we uh, want to also hit up the Burn by Rocky Patel, which just opened recently. Nick is jonesing for that one. That He's place, excited. It place looks really nice, and I really want to go check that out. And then the last place that we've gotten enough enough suggestions for it and i haven't had any other suggestions for anywhere else 
So I think we need to hit it up is Nikki Blaine's. There you go. So what we may end up doing, with, since there's three places, we may end up picking one of those places for that Wednesday night and then doing the other two on Thursday. But we'll keep everybody posted. We'll, we'll put out a schedule of events. Indeed. So come and say hi. Meet Nick and Gator. Are we getting a tent? Like, are we going to have a tent revival? No. Or a circus? We're just Either way for us. walk in and find two chairs and hope that somebody actually took time out of their day to come and say hi to us. Somebody randomly walks in and just starts asking everyone, are you Nick and Gator? Are you Nick and Gator? Well, I would hope that, I mean, just look for two fat we're white kind, guys. We're kind of, <laughs> that's, that's half a cigar lounge at <laughs> least. Valid point. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, yeah, God. just you'll you'll see us. I've got the long hair that I'm donating, and Unless it will like not grow kind of long enough to cut. Yeah, I just oh, I want to cut my hair so bad. And Nick just looks like a big teddy bear. Oh no. Anyway, so yeah, so definitely come and meet us uh, Wednesday, February the fifth, and Thursday, February the sixth, in Indianapolis, Indiana. We need a banner that a we can put up over of us. places. I want some sort of wrestling entrance. Yes. Where, like, lights and smoke with, like, entrance music and shit going on. I wonder if we'd get some babes to walk in with us. I mean, that would be something. That would be something as well. It would be. We need, they, she could be our manager. My God. Oh, my God. And then, uh, looks like probably near the end of February, jumping ahead here a little bit, looks like more than likely on February the 21st, which is a Friday-ish, these dates are still to be determined, but TBA. I, but I know Saturday, February twenty second. TBD. No f- Saturday. TB something. T- TCBY. T. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. I know. I know on Saturday, February twenty second, the twenty twenty Nick and Gator Traveling Roadshow and Cigar Evangelical Revival will be traveling to the Windy City, Chicago, Chi Town, baby. And now there's a there's a newspaper convention or conference going on up there. Boya Fest. And I have literally no desire in the world to go to it. You've um, been to it before. You came and supported me the couple of times I spoke at it. Yes. Yep. And it took everything I had to stay awake for the rest oh of God. it. It's look, if you're into keeping government above board and honest, it's a great thing. It is the most I'm going. Dry I'm going to that. Thing. You're going to hit cigar lounges. I'm most going to that. Dry thing ever. Yeah. So but there is some something about you know exposing government officials when they're doing wrong. So there is some question as to how we're going to manage this. We're either I, I don't want to do a two night stay in Chicago. No. So it's either going to be we go up on Friday and have Friday. We're rolling the dice enough to be in Chicago one day. Well, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's either going to be we go up on Friday, spend Friday night, and then you know you do your. Foya Fest, and I go and find cigars on Saturday, and then we come back Saturday night, or we go up super early Saturday. You do Foya Fest, we do cigars Saturday night, and then come back Sunday. I'm more in favor of the Friday Saturday. Yeah, I am too. That um, morning drive is brutal. Can we take my Jeep again? That's a horrible idea. Oh, that was the greatest thing. We had the worst, oh literally God. the worst. We like drove six hour five drive. hours, yeah. five hours in his two door Wrangler. Along the highway to Chicago in, like, one of the, like, windiest, brutal rainstorms. Yeah. I mean, it was hell driving it was, that thing. It was and like course, we were driving a billboard. And, of course, he picks me up at, like, 4 in the morning. And within the first half an hour, is like, dude, I'm wiped. I, I, I need I need to. I, I, can't, I can't drive. 
you're going to need to drive. And I'm like, well, why are you wiped? Oh, I didn't go to bed last night. What the hell's wrong with you? I knew I wouldn't wake up in time, so I just pulled it and all night. mind nighter. you, we had no... And Ange. And we had no plans. And Angela was with Angela us. Angela was with we us. We had Our good no Ange. plans whatsoever for spending the night in Chicago. None. So this dumbass spends... A, <laughs> he, he, he stays up all night... To pick me up at four in the morning to drive to Chicago. Sometimes sit things through, happen. Sit through a just horrifically boring FOIA fest, and then turn around and drive five hours back. That same. I don't. When did we get back? Like eleven midnight. Oh god, it was brutal. And we stopped at that Mexican place in what was it, Peoria or somewhere? Something like that. Yeah, I forget where we even I mean, stopped. Dude, honestly, it was random. You went like you know somewhere in the neighborhood of like thirty six hours without sleep. Yeah. I couldn't do that anymore. I'm 50 now. It was ignorant. <laughs> Just beyond ignorant. Wait, hold on. When have you known me to do anything ignorant? <laughs> no shit. But anyway. So, anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, just as a heads up, the uh, the road tour will be circling up to Chicago near the end of February. Yes. So, otherwise, um, what else? I guess we got to hit the socials. Hit the socials, baby. So we are available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit and Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can always contact us through thecigarpulpit.com. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think we're done here. I Guys, think thank this you is so a show. Thank you so much for listening. You, yes. you have no idea how much we enjoy doing this and getting the comments and things. I mean, we had people that reached out and told Nick they're glad he's still alive, which <laughs> it means so much. <laughs> I mean, I guess I am glad that people are glad I'm still alive, so that's good. Kristen laughed her ass off about that, by the way. And she looked at me and she goes, did Nick know you were going to do that? I said, oh, no idea. No, no, no idea at all. <laughs> so <laughs> It was great. Anyway, final thoughts on the cigar there? You know what? Alec Bradley, you can't go wrong. It's a good stick. Indeed. I, I dig it. The uh, flavors are, are good. The, I, I mean, I will admit I'm not... Robustos are typically not my thing. I do like something a little little bigger. In your um, mouth. Stop it. Anyway. <laughs> it's just one of those things that, um, you know... He even showed me his travel humidor. He has a box press Alec Bradley in his humidor. That's that the traveler that's right that now. That's fine and rare. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we, you, you we talked do, about you it. We'll smoke a box press now and then. I'm proud of you. That was a recommendation, and I went ahead and acquiesced and bought that. And uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I know I'm not going to like the shape of it. If I could get that in a round, I'd be so much better off. <laughs> so many jokes, but we're <laughs> we're at the end of the show, and I'm going to let it go. Please. You know do. why? Because I care. Please do. Please just let it go. It's because I care. Okay. Oh, we're hugging later. No, we're not. This is one of those times. No. I feel close to you. We should hug. No. He <laughs> back away. <laughs> He's going to burn me with his stick. I was going to say. The nub of his cigar. Just put it out in your eye. Yeah. So. That's why I wear glasses. There you go. Yeah. They help to block those, you know, eye attacks. Well, this has been another sermon from the cigar <laughs> pulpit. I'm Nick. That's Gator. Oh, my God. Stay smoky, everybody. Amen.